Carolyn, I am so over season two. And I am so excited to start season three. I am too. I am too. And man, we put out a lot of stuff in season two. Holy cow, we did. And when I started looking back, I I could not help but get excited about all the stuff that I've learned. Yeah. And so that's kind of where this episode came about. I know everybody, a lot of people have not had a chance to listen to all the episodes, but there are a few that really stuck with each of us, and they're not necessarily the same. And there's a few takeaways. Lessons learned. Lessons learned, things we had absolutely no clue about, and things like that I really use now on a daily basis. Yeah. And so for those of you who didn't get to listen to all the episodes, or maybe you didn't get to listen to any but kind of want to maybe hear like some of our favorites. You can go back and pick one or two to listen to. We're going to share kind of our biggest takeaways yeah. from the season. Don't worry. We're not going through every episode. We're just going to name no. a few for each of us that really stuck. Something about it stuck with us. Exactly. I'm not going to say anything more. Let's just dive in because you put it so perfectly. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I want you to start. Okay. Well, I want to say that my favorite episode was the episode where we talked about how much sex per week you needed to have for your mental wellness. That was a fun one. And it was my favorite because it was really, really fun. It was a little uncomfortable and a little hard to talk about, especially because we have a male podcast producer. Yeah. But what I actually, like, what stuck with me about it is that it really just said, like, sex once a week. And I was really was it once a week. I was thinking it was twice. Was it once a week? No, yeah, it, it was. was that was a, a lot lower than what I thought it was. I gonna was be. so afraid it was going to be like three days a week, and I was going to be like, "Who's got time for that?" Yeah, and the benefits were so compelling. Oh yeah, yeah. makes me really realize I need to get out there on the scene. <laughs> kind of got a little. <laughs> I, I could benefit from a little mood booster. <laughs> but you know, there's nothing in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, so. We're going to broaden your horizons. I am broadening them. Yeah. I may, it may not happen until my kids go to college, but. That's okay. Then you can have all Watch the time out. in the world. Yes. And I'm going to be the happiest individual. Happiest. I'm, I can't wait to witness it. Yeah, that was a really fun one. It was totally out of my comfort zone, but it was fun. And it was interesting. And yeah, once a week was so much lower than what I was expecting. Yeah. And I actually had. Um, people recently, I went to a dinner when a friend was visiting from out of town and her friends were there. They live here and they don't listen to the podcast. It's like probably not something that would really appeal to them that much, but they set two people at the table said they listened to the sex podcast episode. No way. Yes. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. Well, that's what we were going for. We hope it would pull some new people and just, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone is good. So that was my favorite one that was your favorite probably one. not really the fun. one that stuck with me the most in terms of like things I think about every day but still my favorite probably not the one I do have done anything with <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun fair point <laughs> okay what about you okay you know the one that I really use every day now or think about every day now is the um, episode how many probiotics do you need on an antibiotic and it not necessarily I don't necessarily use the antibiotic part but it was the first time 
I've ever seen an actual amount, like three-fourths cup of kombucha, three-fourths cup of yogurt, yes. like a fourth cup of sauerkraut. Like, And I think about that now. Like, I was so proud of myself yesterday because I had some yogurt and some kombucha. And I was like, I got two servings in. Yes. But that is really something that has stuck with me. I, I guess I need, I need a very specific goal. And I feel like it gave me, I'm just trying for like one a day, but it gave me a goal to work for. And I think that's going to be the game changer in me regularly getting probiotics in now. I mean, it is really nice to have something that feels black and white like Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is what I'm aiming for. Yeah. And then especially when you surpass it, you're like, wow. Yeah. So I'm fired up because when I have to get on an antibiotic, I'm going to be ready and I'm going to just up it a little more. Yes. So, yeah, if you haven't listened to that one, we break down as close as we can to what research suggests you need on a daily basis and then how much you might want to up that while taking an antibiotic. And I just love that we have amounts. Exactly. Amounts to aim for. Yeah. So, okay. Briarly, pitching it back to you. Yeah. Okay, so... Episode number 13 was what exercise is best for mental health. And that one has stuck with me, but probably in a way that you might not expect. this season? It was. So what did you take from that? So I realized that there's definitely some value in HIT. Like I know people always talk about like HIT HIT exercise. High high intensity interval training. Right, interval training. And I think that it can be quite torturous. But – I've realized that there's some some significant value on your mood. And so in that case, incorporating it in occasionally is valuable. But that aside, what I loved learning was that more is not better. You don't have to just – it's not like you need to do multiple hours a day. And that really just getting in 20 minutes makes a difference. And that has – Seeing that, like going back to the black and white thing, seeing that number when we talked about it, like in our notes, really helped me because I, I aim for more than 20 minutes. But if I haven't gotten any or I'm in a bad mood, I'm like, I'm just going to take the dog for a walk. And I know that that is going to shift my well, mentality. And now that you're saying this, that has resonated with me because I tend to be an all or nothing person. Yes. So if I can't get my full workout in or the max, you know, then I tend to, my instinct is to just skip it all together. But I've been really working on, you know, it doesn't have to be this big old workout. Like, you yeah. know, some days it can just be 20 minutes. And to jump to another episode that it didn't really resonate with me then, but it has since then. And that was, um, we talked about, it was this spring, seven ways to lower your cortisol. That was a great episode. Yeah. I loved that. What kind of. I learned so much there. How that meshes with the exercise is I have had um, a lot of stress over the past two to three years. And stress can turn from like situational and temporary to chronic stress. And that's what mine kind of turned into. Um, And so I've been working on that. But I really started working on it because it was taking a um, toll on my physical health. That's Mm -hmm. when I was like, whoa, hold Mm -hmm. up, you know. Um, and I was, um, having blood pressure issues cause of the stress and, you know, first for the first time ever had like belly fat that I couldn't get rid of, which is the cortisol anyway. But so the cortisol in general, me really having to work to get it down and incorporate new lifestyles that I wouldn't knew 
habits that I wouldn't have probably taken the time for in the past, like going to the infrared sauna yes. and getting out and just strolling for 20 minutes, even I can't get a workout in. But also it's made me realize, you know, when my body is like this, when it's chronically stressed, you know, a really hardcore exhaustive cardio workout can just add more stress. Like yeah. that's not really, you know, I really need to listen to my body. So sometimes a 20 minute workout is better for me. Yeah. yeah. That episode was really good though. The seven ways to lower mm-hmm. cortisol. So yeah. for sure flag that. And at this point in the ep- in the episode, we should say that we will list all of the episodes that we're highlighting here in the show notes so that people can just yes. look at them and jump to them. The other episode, the next one that I has really, really stuck with me, I went deep into the trenches, okay. was we did episode 14 was mental wellness for preteens and teens. And that's an episode that our listeners really liked. Mm-hmm. Like we got a lot of great feedback. We got a lot of listens on that particular episode. It was very popular. What I loved about that episode was we, of course, we talked about nutrients that are important in kids. We talked about you know, different ways to incorporate healthier foods into your kids' diets, even to sneak them in. But the part that, like, made me feel really good was that um, our expert on the episode came in and talked about the benefit of eating, like, a super nutrient-rich food. Like, in this case, it was wild blueberries. Mm -hmm. And how not only when you put that in a smoothie or incorporate it some other way into your kid's diet, does it help them that day, but that the benefit actually lasts for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And that felt really good to me as a parent because not every day is a success for me. And, you know, my, my kid's dad, they, he does a great job feeding them well, but there are also times where like they go camping and they're going through the drive through for breakfast or like I'm too tired to really try and we're, you know, we're looking at macaroni and cheese or they love, you know, they love their sweets, love yeah. them. So that was just like, I was like, I need that peace of mind that when I make the effort, it has benefits over multiple days. I like that. And also the part that we talked about this in another episode recently too uh, also in season two, but the part that their brains are really, uh, all I can think about it, the word is like developing, pliable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Their, their brains are developing. And so the effect of their diet diet has a bigger, has a bigger effect brains. on their brains, which is kind of scary, but kind of good when you think about the wobbly berries. Yes. Okay. I have a random comment. So I'm going to give you that comment about one of the episodes and then I'm going to share another takeaway. So we did, let me find the title, episode 55, what is oil pulling and is it something you should try? Okay. <laughs> I really thought this was something like you did to your ears. <laughs> this was totally your idea. I was like, what is this? Like, let just let her run with it. And I really thought it was like something like wax pulling or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. not a random and, comment. And what you brought up was you were like, oh, my gosh, this is from your time when you lived in Vermont, mm-hmm. isn't it? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's where the information about it started. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, the Diet Coke episode, is your Diet Coke or Diet Soda making you depressed? I hate to say that it took my research into this topic to really make me think twice about reaching for my Coke Zero, yeah. but it finally kind of grabbed my attention. Now, 
I have had one or two since we recorded, but I hadn't, I've noticed I hadn't enjoyed them as much, and I, I'm not sure I want them. I feel like that's growth. That is. <laughs> that's huge growth. Huge. But also, I hope, too, then, when you do have one, well, first of all, I hope you enjoy it when you have one, but also that it's, you're being mindful of, of it, like, that yeah. you're in, that you're enjoying Enjoy it that toxin. Just <laughs> Soak it up. Yeah. Yes. Soak it up. Soak up that <laughs> Live it up. sweetener. Savor the moment. Okay. All right. Well, Barley, back to you. on the same note of my mind, of minds being blown, uh, in... I would say that our episodes, episodes, because we did multiple on Mercury retrograde, oh were—they brought me so much joy. They and, brought me so much peace. Yes, and now respect the retrograde. It, that's that is my motto. I'm like respect the retrograde. Well, just just lean into it and respect it. It really happened at a crazy time in my life. The our first interview with the astrologer that we interviewed about it just to learn about it i am so glad i we talked to her because she gave me so much peace like you know it's kind of more of a superstition thing kind of but you're just just expect things are crazy and you know in the past i kind of been like blame it on retrograde you know whatever well i'm so glad i talked to her because i guess it was late last summer or early last fall because when retrograde did fall at the end of September and early October, um, it fell in that window when my mom had a heart attack. And there were a lot of things going on, kind of just crazy. Oh, gosh, I didn't even think about that. And because I had talked to Valerie before retrograde had even started, like, I probably would have just let the fact that it's retrograde just turn me into a free, you know, everything's going awry, you know. Yeah. I really had a lot more peace and right you know about the thing that resonated with me is valerie was like you know it, it needs to be a time for reflection you know yeah. and i would think i would have been a different person if i we had not done that interview with valerie when we did which is so weird because i'm a science person and i'm talking about mercury retrograde but right but it also was i, I mean it just was like really like fortuitous that we spoke to her before your mom had the heart attack because everything you're saying I can see I can see how there that was, could have sent you into a different other things, mindset I think one of my kids was in a autoimmune flare-up you know, it was just and I would have just let it all stack on top of each other and been in a tizzy yeah and but instead you know, it was yeah I do so. remember with after your mom had her heart attack that I remember seeing you many times and thinking you're really a lot calmer than I would have anticipated. A lot calmer than I would have been. Yeah, I think it was so. Valerie. And y'all, if you haven't listened to that first episode, um, I it's encourage number you 17. to listen. Valerie is fascinating. She was raised Catholic, um, so she's got a very Christian spiritual background. But then she also has delved into astrology, astrology. and she has that kind of spiritual background that she layers in she layers in but yeah so it's a really fascinating take and i don't know if i would have been drawn to her as much had if she didn't have that depth of in her background yeah that like diversity so it was number episode 17 we first talk about like what mercury retrograde is and then in the following one we talk about can how can it affect your health or how can you use it to harness your um, healthy habits 
Uh, and then we did talk to her again in the her about late winter, lane. early spring. Oh. No, you're right. It was it was actually this summer. This summer that yeah. we talked to her. And I am not crazy about the full moon. No, you're not. You are Sorry. not. We validated Carolyn's theories about the full moon. Yes. Okay. So one that just blew my mind. Like something that I had thought thought I understood but totally wasn't getting and didn't realize until we started doing the research for this episode it are um is the two perimenopause episodes oh yeah yeah and I still think about those on the daily one what first well one of the things that was kind of shocking kind of funny was like we thought we put that episode off we'd had lots of requests to do an episode on menopause and we put it off because we thought we couldn't relate and then so we start dying, diving into the research. We're like, okay, we need to do this. And we're like, holy crap. Like, we are, both of us are in it. We're in it. We we're are in it. in it. And But the bigger, the big crazy thing that really blew my mind is that, you know, everyone talks about menopause, menopause. Well, this menopause thing, what they're really talking about is perimenopause. Right. Getting to, once you get to the point where your period totally stops and you've gone through all those hormone changes, you're good. Yeah. And that's when you're officially in menopause. Yeah. But. But so, but so people really have this, like, it's the perimenopause. It's the part getting there where you have the hot flashes and all the crazy stuff. And um, we have a great, had a great interview with Suzanne Henson who just literally said, she literally Felt like she had an out-of-body experience for seven years going yeah, through it. That and she felt like she was crazy. And the thing, too, that I remember her saying was that some of the symptoms start very subtly. And you're kind of like, wait, is what is this? Yeah, and I remember a lot of What's her going symptoms on? sounded like ADD. Yes. Yeah. And I think it resonated with me because she I've worked with her in the past. And she and I are very much alike. We're very type A and organized and that kind of thing. And so for her to start saying, like... She was missing appointments, and she had had to get this huge, giant calendar for her wall. Like, it was she not her. her. It was not her. Right. Like, and I was like, "Oh my goodness! Oh gosh! Yeah! Oh gosh! Yeah!" That was a great one, and we did that was a two parter. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is just she's so real and shares a lot of great information, but also is like shares a lot of personal information that was really helpful and. Hopefully, it gives other women that, like, validation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, I would say the last one on my list, not to say it was the, that we shouldn't listen to any of the others, but the last one on my list was magnesium. Mm, That was one of our most popular. And it was, I... I feel like we had gotten a couple questions about whether or not magnesium is something that is worth looking into when it comes to having like depression or anxiety or, and boy, was it like a treasure trove of information. Like we're talking about sleep, help with sleep. We're talking about help with depression. We're talking about help with anxiety and also how easy it is to get it into or how easy it is to find like a supplement or take a bath or 
Like, it's not about just, oh, here, you need to eat these 10 magnesium mm-hmm. foods all the time. I've become such a pusher of magnesium. I now have my mom on it. I have my kids on it. I've kind of become a pusher, I'm on too. It. Next to vitamin D, after vitamin D. Yeah. yeah. So, big, big fan. Okay, well, let me pick one last one. I'm looking at the list. Uh, the holiday, Why holiday drinking can be necessary was a really fun one. Oh, gosh, that was so fun. I forgot how fun um, that one was. But I think, you know, it's kind of a tie. Kind of a tie between, um, well, ashwagandha was great. Blew my mind that a supplement yes. could be have such positive benefits and really little to no side effects. We had a uh, episode on post illness depression, oh, which was love that one. In hindsight, I'd probably kind of thought that, but I'd never really put it all together in my head. I felt so validated mm-hmm. in that one, like so so validated, so much so actually that the last time I was sick, uh, my sister in law asked me. She works at my primary care doctor's office she asked me if I wanted to get take some antibiotics and I was like no and she's like are you sure and I was like absolutely not I'm telling you it's gonna really affect my mood I don't want to do it and I didn't I didn't feel like I had to have them like it wasn't like I had a a bacterial like a a guaranteed bacterial backup right exactly it was like hey, like this, what you've got is lingering, you know, do you want to just try this and see Mm -hmm. if it would help? And I was like, no, I'm going to give it a few more days and see how it goes. Well, I feel really validated because it was me that figured out what was wrong with you. You did. You did. You totally diagnosed me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there was one I just saw. Um, Oh, one that I got, this will be my last comment, one that I've gotten so much feedback about, and I love it because – I just like bringing a voice to it, and that is signs your antidepressant isn't working anymore. Yeah, because I think that's something maybe people don't realize, um, and so and you don't see much about that, but it's a real thing. They can just stop working suddenly, and I, I got a lot of uh, messages about that one. And thank you for doing it, and I was just glad we could bring a voice to that, so people are just aware. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that you got good feedback, and I would say too that. When we did that episode, I had no idea how common it was for you to have what was called antidepressant poop out. I mean, I really, mm-hmm. I, I really had no idea. And I don't, I don't feel like that, surely when I go to the doctor, they ask about my mood. But I don't ever feel like there's been a lot of questions that would necessarily get at antidepressant poop out that that I realize no. it probably falls on a lot of us to identify it ourselves or, like, identify it in the people that we're close to. I mean, if anything, they say, your Prozac's still working? Right. Just so they can write a refill. Yeah. But, yeah. N- you know, no, yeah, you're right. Okay, I mean, I could talk about a lot more, but um, those are probably kind of some of my favorite. You know, it's, it's interesting, the ones, I love it when we find something that we didn't know. Yes. Wait, one more. One more, then I'm done. What about the one with your friend Leslie where we talked about why spring cleaning is important for your mental health? And if th- and and hold here, listeners, because if that stresses you out thinking that you need to spring clean, the other side of the coin is 
it explains why when you are stressed that clutter and mess makes you even more anxious and angry and she was and if anything they need to go look at my reel of my closet cleanup that she inspired me to do yes you do and then go follow her on instagram yeah she's such a bright light and she broke it down and made it so simple she really did and she made me feel like i could do it because i was kind of overwhelmed and then i went home and i was just planning to do like 10 to 15 minutes on my closet and then y'all go look at my reel we need to we need to post it in the show notes comments yeah yeah, it's uh, pretty good. So that people can see it. Okay, well, it was a good season, but I'm super pumped about season three. We've got some good stuff coming up. Lots of great stuff yeah. planned. So, and if you have ideas, please let us know. DM us, put it in comments, um, in our Instagram post. Let us know because we really love getting ideas from y'all. We want to yes. know what y'all want to know. Yes, because we love answering your questions solving any riddles or whatever that we can solve and also you save us you know the work of trying to imagine what it is that you want to hear well or we just keep solving our own issues that's (laughs) i do like that part i don't think we're gonna run out of those no but it always helps to have ideas from other people no so stay tuned keep listening season three is here yes and if you haven't already please share the podcast with a friend and please go rate us and leave us a review that is the only way our podcast gets shown to other people absolutely yes thank you so much for joining us for the happy eating podcast i'm Briarly horton and i'm carolyn williams if you liked this week's episode then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on itunes and be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.